Has the Vladimir Zelensky we've been seeing been a deep fake all along? And what actually happened at the New York Post today? We'll look a little bit deeper into that. You're watching the Propaganda Reports Drive Time News Blast, a nighttime news blast today with Cam Harless, co-host of the Mad Ones podcast, host of the Mad Ones podcast, and myself, Brad Binkley. Cam, how you doing? It's been a little while. I'm good. Tired a little bit. Tired. Well, I know you just did that. a show. How was yeah. your show you just did? It was good until the cat stepped on my soundboard and all of a sudden Alex Jones was cursing while the guest was talking. You think it was a sabotage? The cat was sent by the CIA? I, I think that the all cats are sent by the CIA. We love them. They're cute, but they're definitely feds. How many cats do you own? Two. So you haven't taken to the fair mute or whatever it is that turns people into cat ladies. I read an article about how they yeah. put off a smell to manipulate people into becoming cat ladies. Well, here's the thing. It's, it's actually more than a smell. It's a um, parasite called Ooh. toxoplasmosis. That's right. And toxoplasmosis, I, 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 you know, maybe speaking out of turn here, but I do feel like it affects women more than men. Um, but beyond that, um, no, I, I, I just, uh, my dog was retarded. So I got a cat like that dog was so dumb. So, you know, dumb. but dogs are so lovable though. And they're, <laughs> maybe they're smarter than we realize. And we just see them as well. Uh, and that's the thing, like, like dogs are, I think, scientifically smarter than cats, but cats, like, I like women because they kind of like make you work for it a little bit. You're talking about cats or you just talking about women in general? Oh, well, I mean, I'm talking about women, but I'm saying cats are like women in that they also kind of make you work right. for it. Yeah. And so it's okay, kind of fun. Yeah, I see. Yeah. So you like to seduce <laughs> your cats. I understand. Yes. Who doesn't seduce their, their kittens? Do you know what the top two countries in the world are? In cat ownership, the biggest cat enthusiast in the world. I mean, if the United States isn't one of them, we are not. I'll be surprised. Really? No. Um, oh, well, you know, I want to say Egypt too, but that's just I'll give you a hint. racist, the, probably. The two countries that are number one and number two are right now fighting a war. I was going to say that. Number one is Russia, with I believe it was 59% of the population owns cats. Number two is Ukraine. I did a whole bunch of research on that. Maybe I'll bring that to another show because of a clip I saw in that NAFO misinformation, disinformation thing. They started talking about using cats and dogs and propaganda. I didn't actually get to it before. So maybe we'll do that on another show. But that's why I know that fact right there. So today what I want to start off with is deep fakes. And we are not deep fakes right now as far as I, as far as I can tell. I don't think you're a deep fake. I'm pretty sure I'm not. But there was an article in the Wall Street Journal today about how deepfakes of celebrities have begun appearing in ads with or without their permission. And the article says this, celebrity deepfakes are coming to advertising. And then it gives some recent examples. Last year, Russian telecommunications company Megan Fawn released a commercial in which a simulation of Bruce Willis def helps defuse a bomb, which I, I covered that when that came out because Bruce Willis, who... It's like Bruce Willis hasn't spoken for himself in a while ever since they said he has a problem and he did get vaccinated even though he didn't want to. I don't know if that's what caused it, but now Bruce Willis is just going to be appearing digitally via deepfakes. And then last week they say Elon Musk, he was a star in a marketing video from a real estate investment startup without him consenting or being aware that he was. And then last month, a promotional video from a machine learning firm called Paperspace showed 
semblances of Tom Cruise and Leonardo DiCaprio. And they did all this without any of the actors ever spending a moment filming any of these campaigns. And as I said, Musk, Cruise, and DiCaprio, they didn't even agree to endorse the companies that they were advertising. And so the article goes on to say that authorized deepfakes could allow marketers to feature huge stars in their ads without requiring them to actually appear on set before cameras, bringing down the cost and opening up new creative possibilities. And here's an interesting aspect of this article that's going to lead me to the next thing I want to talk about. It says, in six months, we made 10 completely different creatives and concepts with digital Bruce Willis working with different directors. This is one of the Deep Cake, it's called a company called Deep Cake, their spokesperson. And then they said, it is difficult to imagine such a production with a real actor. So they were able to produce much, much more. They were able to scale it without having to use the actor by using the deep fake, which brings me to something I want to talk about. I've been teasing for a little while that I believe that it's a pretty high likelihood that what we've been seeing, the Vladimir Zelensky that we've been seeing, speaking to the UN, speaking to us, speaking to various countries around the world, has probably been a deep fake in most cases. We've probably seen the real Zelensky a couple of times, but I would say that the likelihood that the public has not been duped by a Vladimir Zelensky deepfake. And, I, and I'm not talking about the bad one they, that they said Russia put out that was Russian disinformation that they called it. I'm talking about him speaking to the UN, speaking to Congress. There, there's a, the, the chances that we haven't been duped by a deepfake, I would say, are almost 0%. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to lay my argument out here. And we'll see if, if you think I have a good or bad argument mm-hmm. about this, Kim. So the circumstances in which they show Zelensky to us. They couldn't be better to do a live deepfake testing of the latest deepfake technology. They're so perfect, in fact, that they'd be actually really stupid to not try it right now. And so the first question becomes, do they have an interest in developing and expediting the deepfake technology, like the deepfake arms race? Is this beneficial to them? And I think the obvious answer to that question is yes, but this is from a congressional report that was released in June of, of this year, of 2022. It says, deep fakes could be used for nefarious purposes. State adversaries or politically motivated individuals could release falsified videos of elected officials or other public figures making incendiary comments or behaving inappropriately. Obviously, you can make people do things that they never did, and it could look real. And then it says, deep fakes could also be used to embarrass or blackmail elected officials or individuals with access to classified information. And we've already seen Roger Stone claim to the CNN deepfaked him. And then it says that already there is evidence that foreign intelligence operatives have used deepfake photos to create social media accounts from which they have attempted to recruit sources. Some analysts have suggested that deepfakes could similarly be used to generate inflammatory content, such as convincing video of U.S. military personnel engaged in war crimes intended to radicalize populations, recruit terrorists, and incite violence. That's an interesting use that I hadn't thought of before I read this. And then it goes on to say that, oh, so they they wrote a a Secretary of Defense intelligence assessment talking about the threat posed by deepfakes to service members and their families, and also talking about the maturity of the technology, saying that most people don't realize how far it has advanced in the past four years. It goes on to say that, in addition, deepfakes could be could produce an effect that professors Daniel Keats and Robert Chesney have termed the liar's dividend, which involves the notion that individuals could successfully deny the authenticity of genuine content, particularly if it depicts inappropriate or criminal behavior by claiming the content is a deepfake. And that's obviously 
you know, some people are going to accuse Roger Stone of doing that. Although I saw the Roger Stone thing where they were saying that he was planning the insurrection. It seems like edited audio to me, less than it seems, uh, more than it seems like a deep fake. <sighs> then they, the, they close out by saying that some reports indicate that such tactics have already been used for political purposes. And they give an example of the political opponents of Gabon President Ali Bongo. They asserted that a video intended to demonstrate his good health and mental competency was a deepfake, later citing it as part of the justification for an attempted coup. Outside experts were unable to determine the video's authenticity. And in 2022, the Ukraine president, Volodymyr Zelensky, he announced that 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 wasn't him. Russia put out a deepfake where he was encouraging Ukrainian soldiers to surrender. And that was a bad deepfake, but I think it was intentionally bad to make people not realize how good the technology is. So the bottom line is it's definitely in the interest of the government if they can make somebody appear to be doing anything they want them to do at any point in time, anywhere on the planet, in a way that's believable. I would say that's absolutely something they want. And they have DARPA. They've already invested $28 million. I think it's more than that, actually, maybe... Yeah, I think 86, not 28. And they're trying to counter it. So they always do, they always try and fight new technologies by saying they're countering it, but you have to develop the technology itself to, in order to, to develop tech to counter it. So they're obviously working on this. Secondly, deep fake technology, it, it's not going to be perfected in the isolation of a lab, you know? They're not going to one day hold a press conference and go, we are here to announce that we have perfected deepfake technology, and here is the first perfect deepfake that you will believe. Because the whole idea of a deepfake is to convince people that they're looking at something that isn't actually a person, but is a digital creation of that person, which means they're going to have to develop it and test it in the real world, which means we are the test subjects. There's no doubt about that. And that is how they will test it. And what I'm presenting is that the case of Vladimir Zelensky presents the perfect test case for them to do that, for them to develop, the te- to expedite the development of this technology in a real-world setting, getting live feedback that they can then adjust and then come right back out the next day and do it again. Because how do we see Vladimir Zelensky every time we see him? Do we ever see him live and in person? I mean, ever? No, we never do. He's always virtual. And he's always has a translator kind of overlaid on top of him. And he's also, we're also told that he's broadcasting to us, not just to us, but to the UN. I mean, the guy does speeches to different countries every single day. And he does them from a war zone. So what we have is a situation here where every signal of a deep fake can be plausibly explained away by the circumstances which the content's being presented. So if it's a glitch in the audio, then it's like, oh, it's because of the translator thing and the broken English and the signal. If it's a glitch in the video, it's because, oh, he's in the middle of a war zone. How could the signal be good at all? So everything could be explained away believably. And even if somebody did prove that he was a deep fake, they expose it on the internet, and then what happens? They get called a crazy conspiracy theorist, and then these, these explanations are pointed to, and people believe them. So they have a no-risk, high-reward situation here where they can expedite technology that can be used to dominate and, and, and just win the information battle easily. So I say it's like a 0% chance that they're not already testing this on us, and Vladimir Zelensky is the easiest situation to ever develop that technology in. And... This brings me to another, another point, is they've already done this. I've talked about this before. The Korea? So, yeah. In South Korea, they had the two presidential candidates who, one of them, not the incumbent, the guy challenging the incumbent, he, they created a deep fake designed to appeal to younger audiences, one that looks slightly younger, slightly better, that, that was more 
like, I guess almost like Trump, where they're politically incorrect and that spoke the language of the young people. And when people first saw it, they weren't trying to hide it. So I think this was another experiment. They didn't know it was a deep fake. Once they were told it was a deep fake, they could go, oh, I see. But they weren't even thinking that way. And so that's why, like, most people, when they're watching Zelensky, they're not in the mindset of trying to analyze whether or not it's a deep fake. They're doing two things at one time. So they're going to be able to get away with this stuff. And I'll show you what the one in South Korea looked like. I don't even think it's that good. But they interviewed all these people, and they had no idea that, that this guy was a, a deep fake. And what's interesting is that his, his opponent criticized his use of deep fakes prior to him using it, and then he saw how effective it was and he then started using a deep fake himself. So we had two deep fakes running against each other in South Korea, and we now have a deep fake president because they still use the deep fake over there. And here, here's a, here's what it looks like. It's on screen here. I'll, I'm not going to play the video because the video is kind of in broken English and it's hard to hear. But as you can see, if you just glance at this, you might not. You might think it's the guy. You might think it's bad lighting and it's actually the president, but it's not. It, but if you really look at it, you, you can tell it's, it's not even that great of a deepfake. But it's a serviceable deepfake that fooled enough people. So if the technology is better than that, and I, I'm presuming it probably is, then there's no doubt about it. The, the, they're using Zelensky as a test case. I, I'd almost go, go as far as to say that that's one of the reasons to continue to present him virtually. And I, I'll tell you why I, I think that this could be beneficial to them in these circumstances right now in particular. So... As I said, what they did over there in South Korea is they appealed to a specific audience using a deep fake in a way that they thought the deep fake could, could do better than the actual candidate. That's why they use it. I'm going to play a clip for you that I, I've played this before, but I'm playing it for a different purpose. This is from that Ukraine information war panel discussion that I've played, and this is Zelensky's Goebbels, and she is talking about kind of what I'm talking about here, the different, the different appeals that Zelensky is going out there making. Get that up on the screen here. All right. All right, here we go. The second point is that I see that information war plays the rules of real, real democracy. When we think about hard decisions, difficult decisions, we usually rely on politicians uh, who uh, tackle the major geopolitical issues and questions, of course, of war and peace. But in case of Russian war uh, in Ukraine, uh, the global security system, unfortunately, appeared to be not ready. Uh, and, 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 you know, though this war, it looks for me as it, the challenge of 20th century, because everything is repeated, you know, as well as we have seen in history books and do documentary movies. But to accumulate the forces, Volodymyr Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, in his addresses, he often appealed not only to, to politicians, but to ordinary people, to voters directly. And this is the, how it helped actually to make those leaders who probably, you know, wanted to avoid involvement or to close their eyes, actually to share responsibility for what's happening in Ukraine. And here I must say that he appealed not only to the Western audiences, but he also appeared to Russian audiences. And with the help of hackers, different hacker groups, he managed to talk to Russian audiences from Russian TV, from Crimean TV, uh, breaking through the news, which was shocking because it felt like a threat for propaganda. It was definitely a threat for propaganda, that's for sure. Now, what she's saying here, I know she can be a little hard to understand, is she's saying that 
when we're going to see the real, real democracy, it's going to be digital and it's going to be virtual and it's going to be presented the way they're presenting Zelensky, which is a way to communicate with the most amount of people in the shortest amount of time around the world through these digital platforms. And then obviously when there's countries, adversary countries that have internet blocks, then they use cyber hackers to break through and give him that digital platform to all of these, the Russians over there. And what I'm saying is, if they already use this in South Korea, designing these deep fakes to appeal to specific audiences, and it, and it works successfully, then why wouldn't they do that with Vladimir Zelensky if he's appealing to these different audiences around the world? They would be stupid not to. Because they have all of they, they they can explain away everything by the the circumstances that they they presented that they say they're presenting him and we could all uh, like so Zelensky put, could be giving us UK France Russia we could all be getting a different version of Zelensky we could be seeing a slightly different version appealed to our taste that that, that could very well be going on now I want you to imagine this situation here. The, what, we, what I mentioned earlier in that article about how they were able to produce all of these spots with Bruce Willis, the, the deep fake that was a lot easier than actually having the actor because you can only be in one place at one time. And let's say that they want to communicate a mobilizing message around the planet as quickly as possible. And which, by the way, the real, real democracy that they're talking about is subverting the governments of adversary countries by directly connecting to the public of those countries and saying you're being oppressed democracy democracy and trying to stir uprisings using these digital technologies so that's what she meant by all by all of that so let's say they want to do that but they want to do it instantly and they could have Zelensky just deliver one speech and they could do a bunch of different translations of it that, that aren't that great and spread that around the world or he could go deliver a whole bunch of speeches which could take more time or they could just deploy like 30 different deep fake versions of Zelensky, of Zelensky to each country individually at the same time, breaking through to Russia and the adversary countries as well. And they could do that instant, instant mobilization using deep fakes that are better at appealing to these audiences than he would be himself, similar to the way they used it in South Korea. That's my basic argument about why I think he's a deep fake. It boils down to this. They will be stupid to not be testing and expediting the development of this technology with these circumstances. Have you seen – do you ever watch the um, Corridor Digital channel on YouTube? I don't know. I don't know if I have or not. They do a lot of new technology videos. And not too long ago, they did a, a live deepfake with both voice and video. Yeah. Deepfakes. Sorry, I had an almond in my mouth. I hope you don't hear it. Yeah, I can totally um, tell. I can hear the almond sound. Good. <laughs> but um, so it's really crazy what they can do live and in camera at this point. Not in yeah, camera, but you right. know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and the fact that most people aren't actively looking for that, it, it also helps helps them. They can test it without risk. It's true. I mean, well, and it's, and that's the, it's one of those things where like, I really enjoy watching the corridor digital stuff, but I have thought a couple of times when they're doing the deep fake stuff, if this is just kind of like a, a way to make people think that they're not that great yet or right. Whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Stella mentioned the hologram queen and I, I so there was a video that 
the Union of the Unknown they shared with me on Twitter a few weeks ago that showed a hologram. Well, it showed Zelensky on a green screen. And people get surprised sometimes when they see that. Zelensky literally has a production company that took all the production workers and turned them into government officials. He, they have a, a studio. I mean, that's what he did before. So I think it's his production company. So his stuff is going to be on a green screen all of the time. And what the producer was saying is that they were creating holograms to, to sh- and they showed, I think they showed some video of the holograms, but I, this, this supports what I, I just don't think we're going to see in the real Zelensky because it, it's so much, of, it can be so powerful f- for them to be able to tweak them and, and just, I don't mean in like a weird way. I mean, tweak is deep fake, not him. And, and you know what I mean, Cam? Don't, don't, don't yeah. get gross thoughts here. And then what, spread them around the world. All I'm saying is that they've obviously tested them on Biden. <laughs> Uh, like, yeah, you know, right. he has magical hands that go through microphones. He there's one of them that like there's there's no way he had that youthful of a neck all of a sudden. Um, it, totally. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, can I show you something real quick? Yeah. Can um, I play one more uh, clip to close out this and then show me that? OK. All right. Or, or is it do you have is it need to urge, urgent right in this moment? It's not urgent. I just I just wanted to pretend that it was a deep fake. Well, show me that pretend deep fake after this is the closing because I, I think okay. you'll like this clip. I don't know if you've seen this one yet. <laughs> Here we go. And of course, we, not, we don't need to forget that um, all of this is happening online and as much as never. We literally are watching a live online show where we can condemn. So she just said, We're literally watching a live online show. And she's talking, what she's giving is she's giving how to win the information war tips that they've learned. She's literally saying, This is what you need to do. You need to get Hollywood actors because you're watching a live online show. And she's about to say, Where you can condemn the, the bad guys and, and cheer for the good guys the enemies and cheer for brave heroes. My New York Times friend Andrew Kramer said that nowadays everyone wants to be a Ukrainian a little bit. Uh, every Ukrainian soldier and volunteer contributed to this. And most of all, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, who naturally changed his image, forgetting about proper suits and tidy shaving for the other more appropriate uh, version of him. The more appropriate version of him. They can give all of us an appropriate version of him if this technology is where it needs to be. And as I describe in my book, The Fight of Our Lives, during those dangerous days and the lengthening weeks of war, Zelensky spoke to almost every world leader and gave addresses to parliaments on nearly every continent on the planet, displaying a moral clarity that has seldom been seen since World War II. We asked for a response, for the response from the world, for the response to terror, he told to the U.S. Congress. He echoed Winston Churchill to the British Parliament. We shall not give up and shall not lose. His words and actions inspired admiration and support, not just from his countrymen, but from people everywhere. Those who had discounted Zelensky in the past were amazed that his, this was Soviet former comedian, the leader of the poorest country in Europe, could suddenly become the face of democracy and a bacon of freedom in the world. I, I, to me, that supports my argument because she's talking about these specific appeals and, you know, he's an actor. Maybe he did some of them, but I just think that this is a perfect situation for them to develop this technology. I'm sorry. Uh, I just am looking at that book next to him, next to her. Next to her, yeah. How the hell, how many, how, how long, the war's not over. I know. That's what, that's They've the thing that I won. thought too. She's talking about how to win it and they're talking as though they won it. I had the same thought, man. It's like weird. Uh, <laughs> And what's interesting about this is they talk about this in the context as though this is information war against Russia. But what they're talking about, it's directed at us. It's directed yeah. to the West. Yeah. And, yeah, it's 
it's directed at citizens around it's, the world. It's it's a it's a damn um what's the word I'm looking for? Not rations. I wish I had words at past midnight, but sometimes I don't. That happens um, after midnight. <laughs> uh, nothing good happens after two a.m. So we're still in the clear. Right, um, but a little bit of time. Um, but no, you know, like they're 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 just like little online beggars who are f- pretending that this is real. Like, I mean, I, I, I understand people are dying. I saw a picture uh, in Ukraine that some journalist took a picture right after a bombing and did a selfie video with some dude whose leg was blown off right behind her. And, well, right behind him. I don't want to get right behind too transphobic. Right behind yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's wild to me. These people are taking in the the very best that a lot of this stuff is faked. That's like, that would be the good news for humanity. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like but it's at, digitally. Yeah. At the worst, which I think a lot of this comes out in reality, they are just, it's just freaking cat- catastrophe porn. It's tragedy porn that they're using. And it's all a, in a bid to get the money from the United States. That's right. And we give them money. We, we get yeah. so, uh, the other day. They kept, there's Nazis were trending the other day again because somebody called Republican Nazis. And, and I tweeted, well, if, if the Republicans are Nazis and why hasn't the Biden administration given them a, a multi-billion dollar weapons package yet? Right. Because that's what we do every other week is we send weapons and money to an army, a military that has admittedly neo-Nazis in it. And everybody's just cool with it. And yeah, that, oh, yeah. That, they're fighting. It's it's the fight of their lives. Right. So we, as long as we're fighting for democracy, you can bring the Nazis in. Apparently, you gotta. As uh, long as but I not did. Republican. I, I I was like, you know what? This is a good time to bring in some very real people who are not going to be deep faked onto the screen. Who so. I, yeah. I I I made something for you and for anyone who likes you and me. And I thought, let's just bring it up. Let's pull it on the screen and see what people think. Uh, these are totally real people, and they're right next to me. They're standing closer to the camera because they're tiny. They're like little people, and they're standing up. I don't know if you can tell. They're on your shoulder. They're like little. Yeah, they're like my little. Yeah, wrong side. They're my little buddies. Uh, But yeah, I don't know if you see this, but on that tank worldwide, it does with a black tank tank on it. Yeah, it's a black tank on it. (laughs) And I I I designed this based off of um, you were there when I was doing it um, off of um, the top and bottom rockers on uh, motorcycle club. Yeah, uh, back pieces. They're on their cuts, and so usually, I just I, I'm sorry for just shilling stuff, but this is for us. This is you and me. This is you and me. This is uh, black no, tank you, top club. It's about black tank top club. But if you look at it, you know it says established 2021. That was when we first started the black tank club. And usually on the cuts, they'll have like a one percent because in biker culture, the American Motorcyclist Association, like in the 70s or 80s, um said that 99% of people on motorcycles are are good citizens who don't do anything illegal. It's just 1% that are the bad guys. And so, of course, the outlaws took that 1% and put it on all of their patches to show that they're the bad guys. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's like the basket of deplorables, but for bikers. And, you know, usually they'll have MC, which means motorcycle club. Uh, but since we're not one percenters, we I, I did. You can't really see it in this picture, but there is two percent there with the word milk right underneath it because 
you need the calcium. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta have two percent milk at least. And it says it says TC, which stands for Tank Club. So if anyone wants to be a part of the exclusive Binkley and Harless Black Tank Club, I just wanted to let you know that that's a possibility. Yeah, there you go. That's awesome. Great, great work. There. <laughs> you like my, my my random shilling of things for us instead fantastic. of other people out there. All right, let's move on to the next story here. <laughs> This attack on poll workers. I know some poll workers, and honestly, they they're being their groups are being infiltrated. Their their training sessions are being infiltrated by strange people. They are being probably provoked, ugly people, probably. But there's all these articles I've talked about this about how how they're trying to create this insider threat of of Trumpian MAGA Republicans that are are going to sabotage everything from the inside. And there was a story yesterday, the day before, about these guys in tactical gear who they say were watching the the drop boxes and intimidating people. Of course, they kept saying allegedly they had guns on the news, but then they just rolled with it as though. But by the end of the day, it was like they were pointing rifles at people's temples and saying, let me see your ballot. When reality is they never actually proved any of the claims that they made. And that story's kind of drifted away. It makes me think that it was some weird staged false flag type thing. And there was a, another story today. And, and they, they, they base it all on election denials. They say these people are election deniers. And there's a story today that was about it's really stupid. Here's what it says. A, sh- a shadowy right-wing group has launched a scary vigilante campaign in the battleground state of Arizona that has attracted police attention and put Democratic leaders and voters on edge just days before the midterm election. Just days before the election. Days. The anonymous group, which calls itself Ben Sent Us. Ben, ben Sent Us. Which is a reference to Benjamin Franklin has mailed out threatening letters in mass to more than a dozen county-level Democratic Party chairpersons in, in the state, vowing, the, vowing that the members will be locating your homes and warning that those who are seen as allowing election fraud will be considered a traitor and dealt with accordingly as you will. Ordinary residents in the state have also reported being targeted by with ominous election flyers that warn that someone is watching them. And... Which is interesting because the top trending show on Netflix is called The Watchers, and now I'm seeing this. It has a similar language usage in this article. It's unclear who's behind the propaganda campaign. Yeah, I'd say that the um, the FBI probably is. But law enforcement agencies are taking the threat seriously after armed men in masks and tactical gear intimidated, filmed, and follow, followed scared voters outside a ballot drop box in Maricopa County last week. So that, that line there, none of that is proven, what, what they just said as an assertion. None of, none of that is proven. The website for Ben Sent Us, which was registered overseas on August 30th, doesn't provide any clues as who's in charge. The page is hosted on through Orange website. So they get a little Trump thing in there. There's apparently some kind of orange website, which is best known for being an anti-censorship register where you'll find a host of alt-right scam and other sites on the platform as well as something that allows payment in Bitcoin. And this is the best part here. The website contains a video that depicts a man being hanged as text on the screen reads, when you're texting, we're watching. When you're making the drop, we're watching. A printable flyer on the website also depicts a noose. Because they're going to hang you if you do your ballot wrong. And I can actually pull the, the whole letter up here. Which, I mean, this is obviously not real to me. Yeah, like There's this, no way. It sounds like those nerds. It sounds like that bizarro cam made this up. 
Totally. It's They're just totally so <laughs> hanged, hanging. They're using nooses. This is... It's ridiculous. And to think that anybody who actually is trying to protect election integrity... So I know a, a number of people who are poll watchers and who investigate election integrity, have been for years, who they are so paranoid about doing one thing out of step because they know if they do anything that can even be construed as breaking some rule that it will mess the whole thing up. So this is like the last thing anybody who's actually engaged in trying to fight for election integrity would do. This is something that an activist, an Antifa, or an FBI person would do. And, and here's the letter we are watching. Look, look at the eyes they there. They use... Did you see that? Ben sent us. It's awful. Like that, That's a bad name. They need to do better with their, their propaganda names. But here, are those this, Ted Cruz's eyes? I, I, I hope they are. It would be fantastic if they were. It says, to Democratic Party members. This is the actual note. <laughs> Election fraud will not be tolerated. All video and pictures of possible ballot voting and Dropbox fraud will be posted on the internet along with pictures of district attorneys, sheriffs, and others who that do not pursue investigations and charges on, the, on those committing election fraud. Copies of all evidence will be turned over to the local sheriffs. Well, how do you know the local sheriffs are going to be on their side? Re retirees with nothing else to do will be filing hundreds of lawsuits, if not more. That's a weird thing to say. They will be locating your homes, your social media profiles, and pictures and posting them online as well. It's almost like they're trying to frame local Trump supporters who are like in their 70s as being behind this by saying that local Look retirees. Look at the spelling. Look at the spelling. Specifically, Where? the word syntance. <laughs> S-E-N-T-A-N-C-E. This is, okay, yeah. so this is not evidence. This is just me noticing something. Have you ever paid attention to like the uh, Kenyan or whatever scams? Like there's a there's a prince out in Kenya that has a $14 million he has to get out and he'll give oh, you. I always send him money because he promised me yeah. he'll send a check back. Uh, but yeah, so it, what, one thing that you'll note in these uh, things, these scams, is that nine out of ten times they intentionally spell things wrong. Right. So they can draw in the people who will believe it. Yeah. Sentence. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a great spot there. You might be right about that. I mean, this is just it. it bottom Look, says it, we're watching you. It has what what uh, Cornelius Wolfshirt says is um, Norman Bates eyes, and Todd says that is MK Ultra eyes. Uh, we are watching you, and then Ben sent us. And like you know how look, they draw the blood and what, what's the uh, the shining? It says murder on the wall. They have Ben wrong. sent us one two three four every street every city. This is this this is those are that's that's zodiac eyes those are ted cruises that's what i'm going with yeah that font is not the font used by a serious person who is making a threat i'm just no that's that's not th these aren't trump supporters who are like i know what to do we gotta threaten to hang them all all of them yeah that's not th what's going on here who and, and hang them I mean, this is this is uh, you know what that's, they do that's, that because that's, they want to make Q. it look like it's racist. But that's Q. Well, that too. But it's it's also Q stuff. Yeah, and that's, that's something a Q would say. Yeah. So I think, 
I think this is just someone trying to channel the lowest common denominator. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's, it's pathetic and sad and yeah. you should feel bad. Whoever made that because you're stupid and we don't buy it. <laughs> right. Well, you know who might buy it though, are your progressive friends who are going to go, did you see they're, they're they say they're watching them and they're going to hang them. The old people are going to hang them. They have nothing else to do, but, but watch and hang people because they're so old and they love Trump. They, they love Trump and they love in election integrity so much. You're you know, right. they, they love it so much that they're willing to usurp democracy because they care so much about elections being correctly done. Yeah. Huh. Cornelius Wolfshirt says that AI is learning to make perfect mistakes. And that that's, you know, that that would be what a deep fake of a perfect of a human was because it's got to we're all flawed. So yeah, well, I mean, I'm just saying it's very so, sweet for Cornelius to call me a perfect mistake. Yeah, but you know, yeah, the old NASCAR news says Todd. We had that instance where uh, it was yeah. actually it was a pulley on the on the door for the garage, and they it turned into a big scandal. Why do they have a noose there? Because it's a handle and it's not a noose. That's why. Did you see that he? Got, I I don't know the details. I just saw it briefly, but he apparently got in a physical altercation with another driver. No, uh, not that long ago. I, I'll have to Google it. It's probably worth a Google. Um, but people were saying that that others were racist when they said that they're they're letting they're tolerating his bad behavior. All right, that's that's clearly it's racist, and you're racist I mean, for even bringing that up. Okay? I mean, yeah, I mean, well, well, you know, I only do it for the ladies. Right? Yeah, racism's hot these days. So. <laughs> All right, so before we get to the final story of the DNB, which is going to be about those fake headlines that appeared in the New York Post today, if you saw them, and, and what might actually have been going on there, uh, I want to tell you what we're going to talk about in the XR, which is the nail in the coffin of the Miss Universe pageant. It's, it's going to be done, I think. And we're also going to watch Stacey Abrams' scene from when she played the president of Earth in Star Trek Discovery. And we're going to, you know, we're going to do some analysis of the propaganda as well as maybe her performance game. We'll see what you think about it. And if you want to get access to that content, go to patreon.com slash propaganda report and subscribe there today. What you will get is you will get not only that subscriber-only portion of the show, is you'll get the DMB ad-free. I take the ad out for subscribers and they both go straight to your personal RSS feed and into whatever podcast app you listen to. You can also support the show by leaving a five-star review and a comment that warms our hearts, keeps us motivated. It's It, it helps. It's like helps so much. It really does. Just uh, tell so me how you. much you hate me in the no, review. No, don't, no don't, I, ever, don't ever do that. Dude, that's what I like though. No, you don't, Cam. You yes, don't I do. Do you know how hard I've laughed when people have done that? I understand. I understand the motivating aspect of that, but that is not, it doesn't make you feel as good and, and confident as when people say the wonderful things about you. Yeah. And so that's what I'm calling true. for here is that. So. Oh, okay. Fine. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Cam, what do you have going on? Is there anything you want to promote right now? Um, I want, um, I hope that my, our good buddy Stella has a raft because I have a plan to sink Australia within the week. Um, I think it doesn't deserve to exist anymore. And uh, yeah, that's about it. So, you know, get on the raft. Um, but other than that, no, um, <laughs> I, my show is back though. Officially back. I uh, took a little break to kind of fix some computer stuff to do some other things like that. Um, and I, I just saw on Twitter good. shortly before the show that you, you had been posting a, a GoFundMe for some of this. Oh stuff yeah, that too. Through. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. Let me tell you, it doesn't just get bad. It gets worse. Um, I won't go too too in depth with this, but I'm 
exhausted. Um, so yeah, if you, if you would like to help, help me out, um, within this situation, which all that information's there, it's my pinned post on, on Twitter. Um, actually PP Steve, you know, our boy PP, um, <laughs> and Monica have offered to, um, match any donations that go into that GoFundMe. So if you want to double your, your, your donation for free, you can do that. And like I said, my show's back. We talked to Brian Gadawa uh, tonight. He wrote the movie starring Kiefer Sutherland um, to end all wars. And he's, he's written so many books. I just finished his book, Noah primeval the other day. And didn't he work on the Hunter Biden movie. He did. He is the, he is the writer of that movie. So it's, yeah, it's called my son Hunter or something yeah, like that. Right. Um, Breitbart, he, he told us Breitbart was, is pretending that it's theirs when it's his baby. And so we spoke to him tonight next week. Uh, I think I do. I'm doing two shows next week and then we're just back into the regular flow. So I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled and I have some cool people. I also have some cool people in the wings that I haven't actually booked yet, but they're in. So I'm excited. Fantastic. We'll check that out. What's your Twitter handle? If people my, my Twitter handle is at ham Carlos. If you want to check out the show via audio, we're the mad ones.com or any podcatcher. If you want to watch it on video, youtube.com slash the mad ones. I have a Patreon too, but you don't have to go there. Go to Brad's. It's or it's, it's more important. And maybe we'll figure out something to do with these black tank tops. If people God. are like, especially nice to us. <laughs> Yes, fantastic. Thank you, Cam. I'm tired. Uh, I'm sorry for my. No, swearing. you're fine, dude. You're fine. You've been, you've had, a, you've, had a, you've had a tough couple of weeks. I got you. <laughs> it sucked balls. Yeah. Well, speaking of sucking balls, let's talk about these rogue New York Post headlines. And maybe I can pull them up on screen because I'm certainly not going to say all of them because <laughs> we will get banned and kicked off. Uh, there was a, a trend from the New York Post on Twitter, and uh, initially. I don't know how you read these headlines and think that they're real, but of course, a lot of people who were just ready to hate the New York Post because of the Hunter Biden laptop and whatever, they just went, look at how horrible and racist they are, only to later say, oh, it looks like they were hacked, so we take back what we say. But it turns out they weren't hacked. It was like a rogue employee, and here's the story. Uh, the New York Post fired a rogue employee on Thursday after they published a series of racist, lewd, and violent headlines about Hunter Biden, AOC. Uh, New York Governor Kathy Hochul and her Republican rival, Lee Zeldin, among others. And uh, they initially claimed it was a breach, but then they said that an internal investigation found that it was somebody in the building and it was, they found the employee responsible and they canned them. Well, they said it, was, it indicates that the unauthorized conduct was committed by an employee and the employee has been terminated. And this morning, we immediately removed the vile and reprehensible content from our website and social media accounts. One of the headlines, and I'll read this one, and I'll put the others on screen if you guys want to see the videos, and, and maybe I'll say what they are in the XR, but let me pull this tweet up. W one of them says, this is just an example, Governor Abbott, I will order Border Patrol to start slaughtering, slaughtering illegals. So that's obviously not a real headline. Here's the photo on screen of what some of the other ones are. Let's see here. I'm so sorry. for those watching, you might might be able to see that. So I can make this a little bit bigger. All right. I can't see it. All right. So one of them, <laughs> let's see if I can read. One of them says, we must, Rufo says, we must destroy and imprison union teachers. That's what, these are the, that's the mild one. And then there's a racist <laughs> one about Eric Adams. I'm not going to read that one. And then there's one that says, 
that Zeldin, who is Hokel's opponent, it says this. I'm, I'll read part of it. It says, I will rape and batter Hokel's sorry A P word. That was that headline. And then one from, it says that, I don't know who this guy is, but Frank, I will beat up sorry ass, what does that say? Bergen? I will beat up sorry ass Bergen bitches like somebody in his family. <laughs> It must be a reference to something I'm not familiar with. And then another one says, we must murder Joe and Hunter Biden. And another one calls for the assassination of AOC. Those are all terrible things. And those are obviously not real. And those are obviously not real headlines. But that did not stop people from saying, sharing it as though they were real. And what happened afterwards is there was many accounts who said, even though we shared these fake headlines... They are fake. They're not real. It doesn't change the fact that all the New York Post has done the past five or ten years is share racist, sexist, bigoted, horrible content. So they, they continue to justify it, and that's how this will be used. A lot of people won't realize this stuff is fake because the images are out there and stuff now, and it'll just be remembered. It's that whole idea where you can lie about something as long as the broader point that you're trying to make, the this Stacey Abrams-type uh, uh, way to, to do politics, as long as that is there, that meaning is there. And, and what a horrible thing. And w- what this person was, what I think might have been going on here, is it's what the World Economic Forum calls an intrapreneur. And these, what is that on screen, Ken? I was just showing you the tweet in response to a tweet showing this um, from at most, mostly peaceful. I think they went to the top because we may be mutuals, but they put password equals NY post one. And there's a picture of, of, a, a, of a lock, like a night latch yeah. with uh, a Cheeto instead of the metal bar that right. locks the door in it. And I just, I found that humorous. It is funny. It did turn out to be somebody who was already on the inside. And, and this is what the World Economic Forum calls an entrepreneur. And entrepreneurs, what, what they are is they're basically activists who are encouraged by the World Economic Forum and, and other movements to go get jobs at places for the purpose of going inside that company and unionizing the employees and turning them against management for the purpose of, of kind of co-opting it from the inside or going in there as an entrepreneur and just sabotaging it from the inside. And whether or not this person was sent to do that, I, I would like to know how long they've been working there. It could just be somebody who got angry with the company, but it, it kind of start, it kind of smells like an entrepreneur to me, which are basically, it's a form of activism where the activists actually get jobs for a brief period of time for the purpose of sabotage and, co- and co-option. And I'm just wondering if that's maybe what's going on here. Maybe I think we'll what happened, out. I think what happened is the CEO of the New York post, it was take your son to work day and his 14 year old son like uh, just 14? tweeted a whole bunch of stuff. And they were like, Oh no, it's, it, we were hacked. And then they were like, Oh wait, no, no, no. It was a, a rogue employee. Right. And but not it wasn't, at all it my wasn't son. just tweets though. It was actual, if you clicked on the article, it was actual headlines within the article. So that's, that's why they have like the real images of it. Uh, so, yeah, it could have been, it could have been one. I mean, it could have been somebody who was mad at their parents. Who knows? I, I'm interested <laughs> to know who the person was who did it. it but it's funny too because they they do say that yeah, well, this is still what they think. They are racist, even though these aren't real headlines and they didn't sanction any of those. Yet, I, I think the likelihood that this was somebody who was probably on board with a progressive agenda. It probably wrote these. It's very weird, though, because like they're not. I mean, they're they're in what I saw there did seem to be more 
against the left, but like that swipe at um, Abbott. I mean, it's not, I mean, I don't know how many different ones there were, but I mean, look at that. It's, it is kind of anti both sides in at least some little tiny bit. Wh- who, who is Abbott? Abbott is uh... Uh, Greg Abbott is the um, governor of Texas. And it's the one that said something about border control agents killing Mexicans or something. Like, I mean, it, I'm not, I'm, that's the only one I can think of that was, I don't know who all these people right, are. Right. But that makes the right look bad. Abbott's a Republican, right? Yeah. But I mean, it doesn't, it, it's, yeah, that's what I'm saying is it's, it's taking a swipe at the Republican. Right. They all, they all appear to be, they all appear to be, to be making it look like the New York Post is racist and bigoted. Yeah. But it's, but that one's weird because that, that presupposes the idea that that's a bad thing to tweet or to write a story on. Right. So I mean, like that's kind of anti-Abbott and anti-racist, anti-racist. Well, yeah, because I mean, there the the way that that's worded. If you just read that, that he's going to slaughter everybody at the border. Yeah, it's because if you read that thinking that it was something that he said, that is a mark against Abbott, not a mark against uh, the. Well, it's, it's, it's like, yeah, it's, I know it's not supposed to be a mark against the left. They're all supposed to be representing Republicans kind of like I played a commercial on the show the other day that was uh Swalwell where the two most MAGA cops in the world knock on the door and they got guns pointed and, and they're like, yeah, and they're pointing guns in kids faces. And the whole point of the commercial is election elections have consequences and they're going to arrest you if you ever had an abortion in your life yeah, because it's supposed that. to demonstrate how awful Republicans are. But it, and, I, and I think that's what all of these are. But it's just really, but it's bizarre. This is, that doesn't match the other ones. It does. Like saying that they're going to kill and assassinate. Yeah. But I mean, like, I don't know, man. Like it, it makes Abbott look bad. It doesn't make, but you see what I'm saying? Well, they're 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 supposed to make Abbott look bad. Like they're all supposed to make Republicans and just the right wing look bad is what all of them are supposed to do. But two of them were, were about murdering leftists. And it had no, nothing to do with Republicans, right. right? Well, yeah, but the idea is that the New York Post is a a, a right wing publication, and they're saying, and I think I think they were trying to say that like Ben Shapiro or something said some of those things. I think that was the idea behind some of those. Oh, I don't. Just reading it on its face, I'm like that one. That one seems to be different than the rest for some yeah, reason. They all are representing a right wing. Uh, they're, all, they're all saying elections have consequences and the right wing will slaughter people at the border and rape all the other politicians, like, like stuff like that. And uh, which I think it's interesting because it's probably written by progressives. And because yeah. you can say, right, you can think racist thoughts and say them as long as, if you're progressive, as long as you're saying that the right wing said it. And, yeah, so weird. It's super, super weird, dude. All right. Well, that's what we're going to go out on. What we're going to do in the XR is we are going to go through that Stacey Abrams scene, which I, I'm interested to see what your thoughts are on that, Cam. So we'll find that, out what that is. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us late night in the chat. Uh, I mean, more people are tuning in than I expected this late at night, so we appreciate that. Appreciate the great stuff in the chat. And you guys, we'll, we'll talk to you next time. Thank you for watching. Have a fantastic rest of your day.